In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Every time I I hear a story from the Catechism of the Good Shepherd program, I love the program more and more. It's that program that we run, for those of you that don't know, for our ages three to nine, and the sort of work that they do in their Sunday school class uh, really helps them to make connections and helps them to make connections on their own without having someone like me having to tell them. Because as we know how we learn, we learn much better when we make the connection on our own. Well, I was told a story this week that one of the students, Zoe, told her teacher about Zacchaeus because they're preparing for Zacchaeus. And she said about Zacchaeus that because Christ goes into his house, he has a meal with him, he fellowships with him, it's like the mystical supper. I think that's right, right, Zoe? I think she's hiding over there. She says yes, okay. It's like the mystical supper, this, this time that Jesus has with Zacchaeus. And that's a connection I haven't made before. And so I was very happy to hear it from Zoe because I think she's right. Because we look at this encounter that Jesus has with Zacchaeus and there is not much that it says about what happens during their time together. Jesus goes into the house, people complain, and then we have what uh, Zacchaeus' response is. And I think Zacchaeus' response is how we know that Zoe's connection is right. Because this is no ordinary encounter. After fellowshipping together, after communing together, Zacchaeus has a change. And he says, Lord, half of what I have I'm giving to the poor. And if I've cheated anyone, I'm going to restore it to them fourfold. And so Zacchaeus has this change of heart when he encounters Christ. And the same, if Zoe's right, should be with us. When we approach Christ and we have this encounter with Christ at the mystical supper that we have each and every week, that we are preparing for today, we should have a change in heart. Zacchaeus went from being the example of a fraud and a sinner to being the example of someone who is righteous, who is humble, who is willing to repent and change. And that's exactly what we need. And St. Paul encourages us in the epistle this morning exactly that. He says, set an example to the believers in speech and in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And we can look at those categories, each of those places, and see, am I being an example to the believers or even to the unbelievers? Am I being an example to this world uh, in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity, knowing that I partake of the mystical supper, knowing that I commune and fellowship with Christ in a very particular and unique way, much the same way that Zacchaeus did. So we look at those things. Are we being an example in speech and in conduct? What are the words that come out of our mouth? We read in Scripture, it's not what goes into the mouth of man that defiles him, but what comes out. Are the words that are coming out of our mouth words that tear down? Or are they words that encourage and build up? Are the words that come out of our mouth gossip? Or are the words that come out of our mouth correction in a spirit of gentleness, as we're told to do in Scripture? When people look and see our actions on a a day-to-day basis, 
Do they see someone who they would look at and say, yes, that person communes with Christ all of the time? Or are they seeing someone, just another person? Be an example in speech and in conduct, just as Zacchaeus became. Because we partake of the Eucharist. It goes into our mouth, and therefore, that which comes out of our mouth should be love should be words of righteousness, should be words of encouragement and not curses and things that tear people down. Be an example in speech and in conduct. The next one that he has is be an example in love. And this word love is agape love. And agape love is the love that God has for all of us, which is unconditional. To be an example in love. It doesn't say, be an example in like. We like things on Facebook, right? So that people can see the things that make us happy. It's not about liking something. We, in fact, might dislike something that someone does, but we still must love them. I'm going to say that again. We might dislike things that people do, but we must still love them. We might disagree with them, and I think this is one big thing that our culture seems to get wrong right now, is if we disagree with one another, we must hate each other. We can disagree with each other, but we must love each other. Be an example in love, speaking the truth in love, not because you're right, but because you love. That is something that is vitally important. And so St. Paul tells us to set an example of love before the, the brethren. Set an example in faith. He says in the epistle also that we have our hope in the living God. When people see us, when people hear us, when people interact with us, do they recognize that your hope is in the living God? Or do they think that your hope is in yourself? or is in another person, or is in something, the government, whatever it is, set our hope in the living God. Have faith that even though everything else is collapsing around us, we know without a shadow of a doubt that Christ is risen. We know that our hope is only there and that that's the only thing that really matters. Be an example in our faithfulness before the people making the sign of the cross, saying, Lord, have mercy, telling someone that you will pray for them and then actually pray for them after you say it. Be an example to the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and finally, he says, in purity. Now, when he's talking about purity here, he's talking really about the sum total of all of those things, speech, speech conduct, love, and faith. Because in purity, we are striving towards sinlessness. And I know that sounds like it is completely impossible, but with Christ, it is possible for us to strive towards sinlessness. And part of being pure is recognizing and admitting our faults when we are wrong. Apologizing to someone when we have done wrong shows our purity and our righteousness making sure that we repent and apologize, making sure that we come to confession and really war with the things that are going on in our hearts and in our minds so that we can really not just appear to be pure, 
but ourselves be pure. To partake of the mystical supper, and when we leave from here, go and be an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith. And when we fail, stand back up again, repent, and be an example in speech, in conduct, in faith, and in love. And when we fail, stand up and repent and go again to be an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And we can do that cycle over and over and over again. Brothers and sisters, Zoe is right. Zacchaeus communed with Christ in a particular way, and we know it because he changed. We commune with Christ in a particular way at the mystical supper each and every time we approach the chalice. Change. Be an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And when we do those things, Christ, just as he says to Zacchaeus, will say to us, salvation has come upon your household. And not only your household, but all of those households who saw you as the example and themselves changed. Brothers and sisters, partake of the mystical supper. Be an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity and may salvation come to all of our houses. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.